All right, and welcome everyone to another incredible, dynamic, world-busting, sky-splitting episode of Senpai Kohai Podcast. This is Trey, joined tonight by Steven. How you doing tonight, Steven? I'm doing fantastic, Dragon Ball Z narrator. Thanks. Uh, I've always wanted to be able to imitate that guy. The er, uh, Not the narrator, necessarily. I mean, that would be cool to be able to do that guy, but I've always wanted to be able to imitate the announcer for the uh, tournaments. I feel like he has the coolest voice. And I, I don't necessarily know why. It's not like deep or crazy or anything, but like he, I don't know, here comes another challenger. Just super cool. I don't know. Something about <laughs> it. I really like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, see, I, I don't actually have a reference for that. So I'm just going to assume that sounds cool. Like, I just remember the, the you know, next time on Dragon Ball Z. You know, next kind of time. Yeah. yeah. I need to hear that again. Yeah. But just so you know, it only took 50 seconds for us to go down a rabbit hole. So I think that's pretty <laughs> neat. But Hey, we got skills. What can we say? Absolutely. Um, for those uninitiated, Senpai Kohai Podcast is an anime podcast where we talk about anime and anime games and, anime and manga and manga and, and video games in general. And- also, I have a manga or a manhwa to talk about today, so that would oh, actually be a lot exciting. What? Yeah, Are you something. Me? I, I I'm think blown away. Blown as away. you should be. It's <laughs> exciting news around here, but the, the this town ain't big enough for both of us to be reading. So before we get in, before we get into all the the good parts, I got the quiz, the quiz yeah. of yeah. all quizzes, and oh, I think Jesus. this time. I think we're still in the weapons phase. Oh, really? I believe so. Where I ask okay. the weapon, you tell me the anime or the name of the person. And so the first weapon is the cutter of creation, ecstasy. If you could see me right now, you would see the bizarre face I'm making. I I don't know that. I don't know. I, I genuinely do not know. I was an immediate stumper. That is from yeah. Akame Kill. That is oh. Shears' weapon. That's another so, pair of scissors. Okay. Akame got killed. A series that numerous people told me about. Numerous people told me I would like. And I like sort of like halfway glanced at... I think it was on Toonami for a short period of time, wasn't it? I think so. I think it was hot on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I never watched that show. Never read the manga. No, it was really popular when it came out. And I, I went ahead and bit the bullet for that one when it came on... Uh, when it came on a streaming service, I think after Toonami, and I was not a fan. I mean, it it had some great fan service, but it was not a story of my liking. Like I was just generally not impressed. Like it 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 was a uh, it was a don't get too attached to anything type story. Yeah, because people died left and right, didn't they? Yeah, but I mean, I remember somebody telling me that. Yeah, and that that's all it is. Is you know you you start liking someone and they die but i mean you don't really get enough time to really develop a relationship with someone and everyone kept comparing it to game of thrones where you know there's no holds barred people die what yeah okay like i want to watch this simply for the like the cultural relevance but i still feel like even just taking in like some some impressions what i kind of saw from like the distance i don't think i don't think it's really gonna like strike me no it's it's not that i don't know i can't recommend it wholeheartedly i don't think it's that great 
I, I think it caught a lot of people that weren't that into anime into anime, but mm -hmm. that's all it could have been. I think. I don't. Know. I th I think it struck at the right time on tsunami. That could be it too. Some really good timing. Um, next weapon is the Zenpakto. The Zenpakto. Yes, sir. Isn't that, isn't that uh, Kenshin Imura's uh, reverse blade sword on Rurouni Kenshin? Ooh, maybe. Uh, but that's not what I was going for. Oh no! Is that is no? That's the uh, fucking no. That's not it. Uh, Zanpakuto isn't that like Bleach or something? It is. It is. The yeah. Soul Reapers. Uh, yeah. In Bleach. Uh, yeah. You got. Oh, I remember wow. the Bankai shit and everything like that. Why? But, uh, how how can you say Bankai and not get excited? You you sound so un unenthused. See, here's my problem is, and it's the same thing I have. I with swear to God, and... if you say you didn't watch it, did you not watch Bleach? I watched Bleach up to okay. the end of the the end of the, the Soul Wookie Society arc. arc. Oh yeah. my god! Oh my god! Uh, like I just Jesus uh, Christ! So so I ran into the problem of like I watched the anime, and it's the same problem I have with a lot of anime in general. Like like I, I clearly like apparently I'm becoming much more of a, a manga guy because it just went on for so long. Yeah, that's fair. Me, uh, that was one of, or no, me and my brother, we started reading manga when during my <laughs> second revival into a or manga manga. I keep I keep fucking it up. You can uh, say whatever you want. I just I think it's funny. I, I prefer to say manja, uh, preferably honestly. Yeah. And so we started reading Death Note, and then we started reading Bleach, and I tapped out at book twenty seven when they finally got Rukia back from the soul society. And I was like, this is insane. I would have already, th this was the end of the Naruto arc or yeah, the, the first Naruto arc completely like they were done. Sasuke just left at 27, 28. Mm -hmm. And so I, uh, I just went ahead and tapped out there, but I, I kept watching it. Cause I really liked the fight scenes. And I mean, it was full of waifu. I mean, it was too much. It was uh, overwhelming. Yeah. I don't know. Meh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, I, I don't know. Like, the thing is, it, it, fight scenes are fun. Um, I, I, I'm just very much a, a more like a manga guy where, like, this doesn't last too long. Like, even the, even the big fights really didn't last too long. Um, when you watch an anime of a shonen show, like, sometimes some basic-ass fights will last, like, six episodes for no reason whatsoever. And that that's always been a, even way back when, way back when, that is one of my biggest pet peeves about anime. No, and that's that's a good point about Bleach too. And actually, I think uh, Super Eye Patch Wolf has a really good episode about our episode, I think YouTube video about I Bleach. Love that guy, yeah, he's great. Um, it's an episode about Bleach and its problems and mm -hmm. how it, essentially, if you break it down to its its plot points and its fights. And everything it is all the same they follow the same steps for each one and it was it was really cool to watch and i was really disappointed watching it and i was like damn he's right i wanted to watch it and be like you're wrong you're wrong mr wolf yeah but, but he was right no but no like like he he's into martial arts and, and things like that so he kind of really super analyzes a lot of those like minute details that a lot of people won't pay attention to and that's, I mean, because that's that's the biggest reason why I struggled to actually finish Dragon Ball Z, which I, 
clearly haven't. Um, Bleach never finished because I in One Piece is a whole other animal. I just got I got tired. I got tired and of watching five, six episodes of this one fight without much really going on. Cause, cause it's not like it shortened it to like 15 minute episodes or anything like that it is 30 minutes of, of, a, of an episode of this fight that didn't go anywhere. Like that's at least why, you know, what? Hajime no Ippo fucking over a thousand chapters now in the manga. When you watch the anime, they had 52 episodes and they covered like countless fights and that shit like what what was essentially multiple chapters of manga was covered in like an episode and it was just so it was so dynamic it was it was good that's what you should be doing with your anime is making those fights seem impactful and paced correctly if you do not pace your fights correctly then it's just filler while having the same script as a manga i feel like hajime no ipo is a kind of an unfair analogy though because i mean you, mm-hmm. you you have a human versus the fighting of uh, i don't know let's let's go with i guess dragon ball super because that, that's a little bit mm-hmm. more tangible with its fights nowadays because they they don't spread their shit over across five right. episodes now it's it, there's plot developing or there's like actual transformations and stuff going on in super it's it's way more humane mm-hmm. um but i don't know it's like compared to what they have to do in Bleach and Naruto and Dragon Ball, they they have to set up some world building and some dramatic flair, I guess. And they, they got to power up in like a, one scene I'm thinking of in particular in Naruto Shippuden is the, what is it? Um, whenever Naruto, Sakura and Sai are at the bridge, they're about to meet Orochimaru. And I want to say that took about three episodes to set up before they actually got to the fight and that's all just for the dramatic flair that was going on in the background. They had some, I don't know, plot development to go through uh, some drama with Kabuto or uh, whoever he was impersonating the puppet master. Yeah. yeah. But they, they have extra to work on, not just, you know, I'm going to go box them. They got, they got <laughs> a little bit more to work with. I just, I, I don't buy that. I'm sorry. Like I have to respectfully disagree. Um, the only reason these kinds of things occur is not for dramatic flair. It's because the manga has not gotten far enough along for them to animate it. All, mm. all of the big three, all of the big three suffer from this problem. Um, you know, Dragon Ball's uh, shit, not even just the big three, like Dragon Ball Z. That was the biggest problem. Why he charged up a spirit bomb for five fucking episodes was because they were trying to figure out what Toriyama was going to do after the fact and you know so they they, they spread out these episodes to kind of like push things along you know because it was a weekly sh- it was a re- weekly manga and it was also a weekly show and we caught up with everything what do we do now and there's a lot of that going on you hit that with naruto to a certain degree you hit these filler arcs you hit that with bleach like there's an entire arc in the anime of bleach that is not in the manga because they were waiting to catch up um, one piece does it on a regular basis where it's like, it's like a little check-in stuff. It's like, Oh, this person's doing this, but we haven't really made any progress. Um, you know, things like that, where in comparison, you have things like Hajime no Ippo and you have, uh, you know, what was the other one you referenced? Like they're done. They like th- that content is already out there. So you can build much more dynamic and much more 
compact and impactful moments in that anime because the content is already out there. And that was, in my opinion, that's the biggest problem with uh, with the big shonen shows that get animes before they're really ready, especially with the kind of like you know length of episodes. I could I can agree with that, especially with building before the animes or not anime the manga is even done because mm-hmm. the the filler doesn't add that that detracts and it it just becomes so messy. So I I hear what you're saying and I I, I think I agree. What's the next quiz question? Because we've totally just gone wow. off. Yeah, wow. that just went down the road. Look, quiz. Um, <laughs> I believe this one's called the Tessaiga. Tessaiga. Oofda. Tessaiga. Tessaiga? Uh, maybe. I believe it's Tessaiga. I'm, I'm going to yeah. give you a hint. This guy is half wolf. He's a convict working to, uh, or I think he has a dark past he's working for retribution on. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this. I know this one. It's Zootopia. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, my uh, favorite anime, <laughs> featuring absolutely. Jennifer Goodwin and uh, oh god, what's that? Anyway, no, this is from Inuyasha. That was Jason it's, Bateman, by the way, Jason that you were trying Bateman. to reference. That's yeah. him, Jason Bateman. <laughs> god. Also, don't search uh, Zootopia on various websites. No, no, God, don't. I, oh God, you may just get B stars, and you don't mm-hmm. want that. You don't want B stars. So anyway, it was in Yuasha. I don't know how to say his weapon. Tessaiga. It, it's like a dragon-looking sword. Oh shit, that's right. I watched the English dub for Inuyasha, so that didn't really uh, come to mind. And as a matter of fact, I didn't get very far in Inuyasha. Um, I was a Rama one half boy. Yeah, my wife is prompting me to watch Inuyasha, so. We may do that at some point. So I picked up the Blu-ray sets because they're great value. They're like thirty bucks for I think it's like twenty six episodes a piece. Damn. And, and yeah, and like I think I have sets one through four, and I have not watched them yet because I'm a fucking failure as an otaku. Man, that's I feel like that's that's not what makes you the failure. It's you're finishing them at least, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're good. It's it's when you stop finishing them. And then we can come back and reevaluate this conversation. But yeah. Until yeah. then, let's go on to the next one. Yeah. Uh, ask another question, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is the Death Note. Oh, please. Yeah, please. This, one was, this, one was a, this one's an easy Like, one. you either ask me the most, mon- <laughs> like, fucking minuscule questions or the most, like, obtuse shit. Like, the Death Note is from Death Note, Light Yagami, which, by the way, I'm going to throw myself under the goddamn bus right no. now. I did not like no. Death Note. I did not oh. like Death Note. Didn't oh, like okay. it. I, think- I, you know, it's considered one of the fucking, like, top tier series. And I get why it's considered a top tier series. But I just the it runs into the same problem I have with a lot of series that are like super dark and edgy, and that is the fact that they the main protagonist thinks he's very smart, he's very proud of himself, and he's just a fucking dick. He's a dick. No, I don't like you. I have to identify with my hero to basically be like, all right, I'm on board. No, I didn't like anybody involved in that situation. You can all die. I don't care. No, no, that's that's a that's a good uh analysis on that i I don't i don't know if anybody could really uh relate with a lot of people i would hope no one really related i I mean mean, l wasn't really much of a protagonist as he was a vassal for you to experience the the solving of the mystery through 
I yes. Guess. But yeah, like, there had to be an impetus for somebody to counteract Light Yagami with his magical notebook that could kill anybody anywhere at any time. You know? Yeah. He had to be a genius detective of some weird idiosyncrasy. Like, everybody had to be a little fucking weird in that shit. And, like, I don't know. It, there was a lot of things going on, and it was it was definitely a product of its time, and I uh, I just wasn't a huge fan. I wasn't a huge fan. As a matter of fact, the author uh, and artist of that have two other series that I much rather prefer, and that is Hikaru no Go and Bakuman, and they are much better subject matters. The characters are better written. Um, I just I don't give a fuck about Death Note. I did not know he did Hikaru no Go. Yeah, that yeah. was really big when Death Note was done. I, I remember that being in the Shonen Jumps. Mm-hmm. Hikaru no Go literally revived Go from like extinction. I'll believe it. It fight me if you think otherwise. Well, I mean, it's dead now. I feel, but I mean, it it did revive for a minute. Really? I think so. No, I don't, I don't hear no. anything about it. You're wrong. You're wrong. Go Could is still a huge me. deal. Go. I, I will. I, I will fight you. Let's oh. go. Speaking of ancient Chinese and Japanese uh, board games, have you heard of Mahjong Soul? No. What is that? Oh, I've heard of Mahjong, but... Uh, yeah, no. So, basically, it's this, like, app on your phone or uh, your PC, and oh, it's uh, it's produced by Yostar, who does Azure Lane and several other, uh, other, uh, several other waifu games. And it is literally a multiplayer Mahjong game, but you assign, like, a waifu to your profile and level them up and earn points to get different outfits and things like that. It, That's insane. I didn't even it, realize Mahjong was still a thing. This it is... is so a thing. Like, like it does not go away. Mahjong is an experience. I have an entire book devoted to Mahjong in every form that it existed. Cause there's a difference between Chinese Mahjong, Japanese Mahjong, American Mahjong, um, oh, I guess Western Mahjong. But there's all kinds of different stuff. And then there's a Mahjong Solitaire, which everybody knows from the PC back in the day. Yeah. But but this is this is actually like an app that is Japanese-style Mahjong. You have to get online and play with other people. And you have to know the hands and stuff like this. It's very poker-ish. Um, and I love it. I love every moment of it. It just makes me happy. Okay. So last, yeah. uh, last weapon... And then we'll be done with this. I promise. <laughs> is the Z sword? Z sword. Yes, you could almost pull where this is from from the name alone. Is it from Zoys? No, no, no. Uh, another anime with a strong Z emphasis. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, you got it. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Or like no, I, I'm not. I, I'm not. No, wait, what? Like, like, there's actually a Z sword in Dragon Ball Z? There is. So when they were fighting Kid Buu, um, the final enemy in Dragon Ball Z, yeah. um, Gohan went to go get the power of the gods, or the, the Kais, and he had to wield the Z sword, if I'm remembering the lore correctly. And wielding the sword granted him the ability to go into his ultimate Gohan form, which was uh, pretty sick nasty. Pretty good shit. Okay, so I'm clearly going to need to watch this show. Oh, yeah. Because I need to determine if that is as cringy as it sounds or if it's actually legit. That sounded cringy. 
Look, I I stopped at drag. I stopped Dragon Ball Z at the Frieza saga before he even got fucking uh, what's his name killed, Krillin. Like like that wasn't that was not available to me. Like they were in the middle of the fight and that shit just started over from the beginning, and I got tired. Aww. Yeah, like like that's how much I've missed. Like the Cell games, things like that. Like I don't even know it. Don't even know it. Man, yeah, you need to just watch Kai. And Kai will catch you up. Like I I've heard Kai is really good. I want to say they had a cool intro too. I don't think it's the usual Dragon Ball intro. I think they uh, switched it up and I heard it was good. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember. But speaking of watching, Stephen, yeah. what are you watching? What, is, what has been glazing your eyes lately? <laughs> oh, wait. Oh. No. <laughs> I don't want to talk about what you've been watching. Never mind. You don't? You don't? You don't want to talk about it at all? You don't want to talk about welcome to demon school Arumako? Never. I never. No, no, you don't want to talk about what about what about the detective is already dead. God damn it. Okay. Actually. So in all reality, I, I caught up on, uh, uh, Kobayashi, uh, Oh, Kobayashi's dragon maid. Yeah. I forgot that was still going. Yeah. Improbable tits. The anime is, is there any, and dragons. Is there anything better? I I don't know. Like there there was a remarkable uh, sequence in this season, which I really appreciate. It was a uh, it, it showed how uh, Toru and uh, what is her name, the water dragon met Elma. Elma, yes, thank you. And it's so weird to see like the flashbacks of them of like how serious they were. And, like, how their friendship and, like, connection developed and the reason why they hate each other is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, it absolutely has everything to do with how much they like each other and how much they kind of contradict each other and, like, try to make each other better. Um, I think that's amazing. Like, uh, have you watched that episode? No, I, I, I'm still, like, episode three or four. I forgot it was going on. Are you still. serious? Yeah. Really? No, yeah. I'm, no, I'm you need to eyes. watch it. So need to watch it. Okay, so it, it starts. There's definitely some fun things. There's some cute things with, like, uh uh god what is the name of the, the kana i think it's kana. kana's mm-hmm. kana's a cute little elementary school dragon yeah and her friend they have a fun little episode i think that's cute um but the the new dragon elulu uh she yeah. gets a job she gets a job at a candy shop and the uh the the son the grandson of the owner uh meets her and so you know how in this sh- in the show every character essentially gets their own dragon yeah uh, so he she meets her her respective human that goes with her. Um, there's some pretty fu- I, I love. Uh, I wish more than anything that uh, Fafnir and the uh, Otaku guy got more screen time because they are my favorite. Hands oh, yeah. down. They're so funny whenever they've got something going on. It's, it's always something hilarious. So there's a hilarious. So the episode is literally his parents are coming to visit him, and he has to figure out what the fuck to do with Fafnir, because <laughs> he because he's he's like an eldritch god level dragon, and he's he has he has no fucks to give about this guy's family or like how people will perceive him, and so it, it's like an episode where they basically kind of try to figure out what to do with him, and it's it's cute, it's fun, and it, it shows how cool of a bond they have in the same way and how they each change each other i I think that's really cool 
like I love Kobayashi's Dragon Maid while also being like it tits the anime like most of the guys work. Um, it does have a, a cool kind of like unexpected family bonding kind of thing going on. And I like that. I, I think it's unique. And there's a lot of lore there with the dragons and the other world. And they're doing the right. I feel like it's paced well and the animation is fantastic. So. The whole thing is just an enjoyable experience. So if you haven't been watching Kobayashi's Dragon Maid season two or even season one, go watch it. It's a, it's a good time. It's it's goofy at times, but for the most part, like when it hits the points, it hits, it, it hits them well. Yeah, I think so. I'm watching Shaman King right now. Once I finish Shaman King, I'll probably go back and I'll try to catch up and finish. You're not um, done yet. No, amateur. I'm, I know. I, if only I had stopped rewatching the dubs to hear I think it's, oh, is it Dan Green? Did you watch it dubbed or subbed? I watched it sub, bro. God, you missed. Oh, no, you didn't miss out because you don't, you don't fucking know. The guy who does the, uh, <laughs> the guy who does the voice for Silva is the guy who voiced Yami Yugi and his voice is like butter and it's so sick. <laughs> the second he started talking, I was like, oh, no, it can't be the king of games and it sure it sure was i looked him up and it, oh, i was no. so excited every time he talks oh, no. i get excited yeah see you gotta understand is uh when i watched shaman king it was a fan sub it was a fan sub i chased down because that, that shit wasn't available on tv when i was watching it like it, it came out later on like i think fox kids i think so yeah yeah and it had that goofy ass fucking opening song which i was like this is bullshit it's fucking terrible when i first saw it and then i just rewatched it on youtube and i'm like low-key that's pretty fucking awesome yeah <laughs> just being an angsty teen that's all yeah it was. absolutely absolutely i was <laughs> i was the diehard like it has to be authentic fan and i uh i'm long past that now um now I, i'm up for anything yeah same that like kiss exists or I was uh, just about to get there i was just <laughs> <laughs> i was just about to do it so my next anime i chose uh, i follow an instagram channel called sleepless banter and they normally or instagram channel instagram page they have a youtube channel called sleepless banter mm-hmm. and they do a lot of different i guess anime suggestions and questions and things um, and they do different posts. And lately they've been on like a Monster Masume fan service kick. And Hell they yeah. did one from Quiser Stigmata. And I was like, ooh, well, let's check this out. And, <laughs> and, and so, <laughs> oh my God. And lo and behold, <laughs> my bewilderment <laughs> as I watched, as I watched the episode. And uh, it, it starts off pretty, pretty neat, I guess it's a yeah it's a school of sorts and everyone goes here and studies something um but eventually these two sisters run across this boy in the middle of the woods um and he wakes up and chaos ensues and i don't even know how else to describe what really happens from here on out but it it's just so awful (laughs) it just starts sucking titties all day long left and right all the titties get sucked i was so appalled because they 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 were like he's getting weak he's gonna have to get more power and the main girl's like well how's he gonna do that (laughs) 
and the girl like opens her shirt and she's like uh what are you doing <laughs> and he latches on and i was like what on earth is going on and i started flipping that is amazing this is like the moment when your parents took you to a movie and didn't realize there was tits in the movie and they tried to cover your eyes and you were just like what's happening yeah god it is Ooh, i i wish it would have been that simple i i wish <laughs> it would have been that simple but i don't know because like the uh, the one thing that's hooking me is the opening and like the opening makes it look like there's really? something big like there's something cool going on but like that first episode is Ah. Look, I, I feel the same way about Quasar of Stigmata as I do about Worlds in Harem, wherein the idea is the story has value. Like, I, I'm on board for the concept of the story, but it spends so much time, so much time being fucking tits and ass that it you can't focus on that. Absolutely can't focus on it. Yeah. No, that, that's kind of how it that's how it was for like the last five minutes. Like I was doing really good first episode mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. a couple nip slips and it was nothing, nothing insane. just until the last five minutes and it was chaos, but I don't know, man, I don't, I, yeah. I'm, rub I'm rubbing my temples right now. I don't, I'm, I'm going, I'm, <laughs> I'm about to have an epileptic moment. No, just, <laughs> no, no seizures for you. You don't get seizures. Just, just reflecting. <laughs> God. Like, have you ever had any other series that you were like, oh, fuck, no, oh, shit, no, somebody is in my living room, like, I, I need to turn this off. Yes. Um, what series? You gotta hit me with that. It was, um, oh, I wanted to be a hero, but instead I opened a restaurant or something? It was something oh, like... Oh, like, is that like Ye Yebisu or something like that? Like the shortened version of it? Maybe. Like, I don't... I, I know what you're talking about. It's kind of like got the, the black text with the red like letters. and I think so. If you have one yeah. to describe, I'm going to look it up. Okay. Um, I So this goes back to the old days, man. This is exactly what I talked about in a previous episode. Is uh, You had no idea what you were getting when you bought something from Sam Goody, uh, Suncoast, uh, fucking anywhere that had an anime VHS. It was a gamble. It was a gamble. You could get Evangelion, you could get Cowboy Bebop, or you could get Dragonite, which is basically just like low-key softcore porn. Dragon Pink, less low-key. Um, but if you Ooh. look the if you look at the front of the cover, you wouldn't know. Pink haired anime girl is wearing an actual like outfit. It isn't torn. It isn't, you know, like being ripped off by anybody. Uh, she's got like a dragon tail. It's like, oh, this is like a fantasy thing with like, anime people. That's awesome. I've seen Record of Lotus War. It looks very similar. Um, same thing with Dragon. Dragonite's like freaking font on the packaging. And the animation style looked very reminiscent of Record of Lotus War, a legitimate, fantastic um, fantasy based art, uh, like, you know, kind of anime. But actually, it was basically softcore porn. Um, oh, boy. So there's nothing better than your mom going, hey, I got you that anime from that Suncoast. Like, <laughs> why, why, why don't you show me what this anime stuff is all about? Like, oh, I, no. You, know, you, you love it. So as your mother, I, I want to love it too. Like I, I want to be engaged in the things you care about. So you say, hey, let's watch it together. 
and then proceed to have a full-on flip-out moment that makes you like it just evacuate the room like it like there's that like because you can't get to the vcr in time to stop it like everything is happening everything is going wrong so the ultimate answer when you're in like like 11 or 12 at this moment your mom has done something nice for you 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 felt like you were having a family moment and this happens and you just your brain goes escape fucking escape run. just run run and that is exactly what happened like it, it's it was so bad and, and she ended up returning it to the to the sun coast which is a, a fantastically hilarious moment um and an educational moment at that moment oh uh, i'm sure i'm saying moment a lot i apologize um no it's a good but, moment <laughs> it was just it, like it was hard for the clerk to argue that this was basically porn and it was in the same section as something like uh evangelion cowboy bebop uh even Dragon Ball z and uh yeah so we returned that movie but it, it will forever be engraved in my mind as the moment that uh i have to explain to my mother what anime actually is and uh whew, the cringe has new yeah lives. that's pretty bad yeah i uh i did have another or so before i get into that the the anime i was talking about so me and my wife we uh we were gonna try to pick another anime we found one that sounded pretty funny they call it i couldn't become a hero so i reluctantly decided to get a job that is the title uh, just one more time if anyone wants that. I couldn't become a hero, so I reluctantly decided to get a job. And we started it, and in the first five minutes, there were so many boobs bouncing that you couldn't focus on anything that was going on. Like, there were people talking, but you couldn't see it past anything bouncing. And it was so uncomfortable. And I mean, I think it's that, everywhere. Yeah. And like, uh, it was me and my wife watching it. But, like, I think even if it was just me, I think I would have felt uncomfortable. Like, it was just <laughs> that much. Like, there are people talking. I can't focus. But it was insane. But there was a – just a kind of, I guess, reciprocate a story kind of like yours. Uh, yeah. So I did just finish Kanan, um, which has a moment in it where there's a death of sorts. I'm trying to think of how to word it. Between a wife and a husband – uh, kind of who really love each other and i guess they're kind of i don't know they they love each other uh there's death but before uh every uh, before before she dies he dies and so she takes his body and she goes and lays with him i don't know if it's sexual or not but she lays with him naked in this hospital bed and she's just laying with him and I was watching this as a kid. And I say kid like 13, 14. And so I was watching this like, ah, uh, okay. And my dad walked in. He's like, what are you watching? And I was like, ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> and, and I just, I had nothing for him. I was like, anime. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like an awkward boner to make things weird between your parents. Yeah. He was like, oh, Okay. Don't get addicted to this. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on him. Here we are. <laughs> and now I'm podcasting about it. And so, Absolutely. But it was a, a good awkward moment about it. 
and I was like, ah, I don't even know what was really going on here. But like, I just rewatched the moment. It was actually a, a, before he died. I was like, oh man, that's a really sweet moment, kind of. And then I saw the moment again. And I was like, nah, this is just weird. I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know why she's laying with a dead man. This is a uh, weird. The main girl, yeah. ran, the main girl ran in on it, and I was like, oh, say something, call her out. <laughs> but she didn't. Oh boy. Oh boy. Ooh. So um, awkward cringe stories aside, as we have uh, delved into dark histories, dark. Deep that's past. right. <laughs> this is my dark past coming to light. Stephen, are you playing anything right now? What What are you playing? You got any updates for us? I, uh, look, don't ask me that question. You know what the fuck I'm playing. I do. I'm just trying to. I, I'm gonna no, no, why don't you, you tell us? Why don't you tell us what I'm playing? I'm. I'm gonna shot in the dark here. Shot in the dark. <laughs> but I'm gonna guess Persona Five Royal. You shut your whore mouth. And I'm going to say Fire Emblem Three Houses. Ah, that's all I'm playing, man. That's all I'm yeah. playing. Fire, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Okay. Look, I, you know, all jokes aside, like, uh, definitely, like, I would love to get back to Persona 5, but I'm taking my time with Persona 5. Like, I'm I'm well out of the range of the book club. Um, I talked about what I experienced up to that point. Um, I enjoyed the entire experience up to that point, and I'm still continuing to enjoy the experience. But I have actually put persona five on the back burner because i want to enjoy it at the level that i was so i can focus on fire emblem three houses but with that said fire emblem three houses is a fantastic game um i'm loving every bit of it and as the as i'm getting further and further into it i am uh i'm enjoying it more like the story is really grabbing me and um the characters are grabbing me like i i hit a point in the story where you find out about why a character is a certain way. And it, it, it was remarkably darker than I expected. Um, apparently they even changed the dialogue in the game with an update to, to, to make it not so bad. Like uh, if, uh, for those of you that don't know, there's this really kind of like nervous, like shut in kind of character named Bernadetta in the black Eagles house. And you kind of like, she's scared of everybody. She thinks everybody's going to hurt her kind of thing. And you're like, this is super annoying. And, I don't understand why you're like this. And as you continue to level up in the game and you, 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 you earn support levels uh, by doing actions with this character and things like that. And by doing support, you earn more backstory and story moments with the, with the character. And so you find out about, about her backstory and like, she's basically viewed as like basically somebody that, that just gets married off to every, to anybody. It's like her only benefit is not actually as a person. It's as an object and nobility standing uh to be married off and you know she taught so in the original dialogue they actually talk about something uh i think uh, they talk about the fact that her father tied her to a chair so she could learn to be quiet for long periods of time wow yeah because as, as as a wife she is supposed to keep her mouth shut at except when she's spoken to kind of thing like like it's very much like sold that way and Jesus. i think that yeah like it's it's super dark like uh, spoilers everybody by the way um that's been out for like three years four years yeah like it's... i'm not gonna cry about it like if anybody gets upset about it, like clearly you should have played the game at this point um and so that was that that's the thing it's like that's that's what's wild about this game 
is it encourages you to continue to engage with characters and work with them and use them and to learn more about them. It, it has that kind of like persona vibe going on. And I like that because like, up until this point, up until this point in the story's uh, like exposure, I hated her. I was like, she's scared of everything. Why is she being such a, a fucking weirdo? And then you, you find out why and you're like, oh, I can I can sympathize with that. That's that's some fucking trauma. And so it, it, it brings a better connection to it. Um, but at the same time, there's also some traditional otaku bullshit that I'm about. And uh, we were, uh, I was talking with Daryl and, and Will in the voice chat when we were playing some Guilty Gear the other night. And uh, Daryl asked me, like, hey, like, uh, who's your waifu? And I said, Manuela. Yes, I that. that's what I'm talking about. Yes, that's what, I'm talking about. that's what he said, too. I was like, yes, I'm not some weirdo sitting in my room going, I'm the only one that enjoys this. But No, good shit. I, uh... <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, <laughs> that conversation to go that way. <laughs> you caught me off guard. I'm still recovering. So, so what are you playing, my friend? <laughs> so I finished Resident Evil Revelations. Um, that shit was great. I really liked right. it. Yeah. Um, it had no business being that good and that serious for a uh, Resident Evil game. Uh, the only thing <laughs> I did hate was that it released in a episodic nature. And so in this state, it re-released in for all the updated systems. It still plays in an episodic nature. And it's really uh, atmosphere breaking when you're like, okay, we got to go fight the boss last time on Resident Evil Revelations. And then you uh, have to keep doing that every 15 minutes because it, it's broken up 12 chapters, like 36 arcs or 36 acts. It's it, it really pulls you out of the atmosphere. Yeah. But other than that, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think I'm I think I'm purged of my anime break for games i just wanted to get a really? good palette cleanse so i played a couple zombie games before i uh get ready for atelier riza here yeah fuck super, yeah super excited for that Sorry, um, excited. no you're good you're good i'm i'm <laughs> i am loving the energy man i'm loving i wish i could be more enthused like uh you okay so riza riza is a return to form for the series like and i like look i haven't played it yet because i made a point not to play it but i have absorbed some kind of like cursory information and uh so the atelier series is literally like crafting mixed in with like storytelling and things like that and like atelier riza was kind of a return to form and i don't know if you have any knowledge of the other atelier series games like what do you know the only one i played was atelier lid lid Dude, we've done this like five times, and I I develop a a problem. Liddell and Su Suwella, Suwella, yeah, it's it's the one with the twins. I played you. That you one. played the one that's the hardest to pronounce. Yeah, that's that's it. The one that fucking breaks you mentally. And <laughs> I played that while I was out of country, and mm. I just wanted something to play. I, I platinumed all my Cinnamon Cockroaches. I platinumed Horizon Zero Dawn. I platinumed really? Gravity Rush. And I was like, what am I going to play now? And so I went to the local store and was like, okay, well, Atelier. La, 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 la. And so I went ahead and got that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and 
went ahead and put that in and i got maybe 10 15 hours before i hit the the roadblock yeah. and i couldn't beat the first boss and i yeah. went to a reddit about it and i was like i saw other first time players having the same issue and there was some asshole in there that said like you know why the fuck would you play the third one in a trilogy when you don't know how to play the games and i was like uh, man you, you right as hell ronnie i guess i can't play this game so oh uh, no 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 get the fuck out ronnie you don't no, know what the hell you're no, talking about but i went to dragon quest 11 instead so i wasn't mad it i mean shortly afterwards that's I a was, solid transition i was perfectly happy with dragon quest 11 instead so I I'm a huge fan of the Atelier series. I have been for a lot of years because my first Atelier game was actually Atelier Iris on the PS2, and there's Atelier Iris one, two, and three on the PS2, and those games were amazing. They were like good traditional turn-based RPGs, but there was a crafting system and there was a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't a time limit though, and that's where we run into some troubles because basically starting from uh atelier uh rorona uh the Ar- the fir- the the arlen trilogy as they call it is rorona totori and uh Miruru. and they started having this kind of like timing system built into the game where each time you travel to a location to go get items and things like that it passed a day and like it took this many days to um you know, create something. And so there was a time frame to take into consideration. And while I still love the games, I love the characters and there's definitely a lot to enjoy about it. It did. Re- it started requiring multiple playthroughs to get to all of the content. Oh, which yes, I'm not a fan of either, but I love the Atelier series enough to do that. And so Ryza is considered kind of a return to form for some of the earlier Atelier games where the story is what matters. Mm -hmm. So like you develop, you can create weapons to use in battle and things like that. And um, there's a lot of, a lot of what you do is just like stuff you collect the the materials and things you collect while you're participating in the story. And you know, you go on from there and, and uh, by, by the way, like uh, take that with a grain of salt. We'll see what happens. Cause I've only heard like, kind of like second uh second hand um about that but i'm i'm excited about it like because that seems to be the case because they even released a sequel and it's got a great set of reviews it's it's actually still relatively expensive to get your hands on yeah. um yeah it's holding yeah. value really well so i think it's doing well it's pleasing the fans i imagine of the series and that that's got to be the reason why yeah and that's the thing is like if you look at atelier iris games like the ps2 games they're expensive to get a hold of the rest yeah. of the series up until Ryza, really are not that expensive they go on sale on the switch shop a lot they go on sale on the playstation shop a lot if you go to amazon um you can mostly get most titles for like under 30 bucks 40 bucks mm-hmm. really just depends on which one so yeah clearly that's that's what i'm looking forward to is like that's there's a lot to enjoy about the atelier series and uh i'm looking forward to the book club's uh impressions yeah me too i'm excited to get an impression i think i'm taking a a bit of a break from gaming until i get to uh, do that um which kind of would bring us actually oh actually i i didn't even get to my games um i I just said what i beat i just said what i beat so 
I have on my Switch everything I have to beat, um, which kind of brings us into backlogs. But one second there, slow slow your roll there, high speed. Um, I've had Speed Racer is in speed. the building. Whoop, whoop. And I have two games on there that I'm halfway through that I don't want to rush yet. Um, and that's Shining for or Shining Resonance Refrain and Final yeah. Fantasy VII. And ah, yeah. I am halfway through both of those. I don't want to rush either. And I, I know if I start them, I'm, I'm at good stopping points. Like I can jump back in and I know exactly where I'm at. I have a guide for final fantasy seven and shining resonance refrain that, that doesn't take shit. You, you could be a monkey and play that. And it, it really doesn't take much. <laughs> it, it's really just press a, and then find a relationship. And that's really it. Really simple game. If only relationships were that easy. Yeah. If only. If only, but uh, it's it's really not too bad. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at with my games. Um, I don't think I'm playing anything else actually. Yeah, I'm. I, w- I was gonna play Axiom Verge to kill my time from here until we start the book club, but that's like seven days. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I can beat a fifteen-hour game in seven days. Really? Yeah. No, I, I don't. I'm really positive. Bro, I can't. Bro, you you managed to watch all the series and play all the games while having a job, a wife, a kid, pets, and things like that. And I'm over here. I'm over here just working. I don't have pets. I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. Just, I'm struggling. Struggling. Oh, it's it's a lot of, it's a lot of personal sacrifice. I sacrifice sleep. I, I wake up a little earlier. Ah, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna that's where it early. is. Uh, that's I where am. it is. My eyes are a little darker. <laughs> permanently. <laughs> permanently. Uh, permanently. So, so you got you got the raccoon look going on. Oh yeah. So my and so actually let's let this segue us into the backlog, which was the main reason we were having what, this episode what? today. Yep, um, absolutely. So the the way the way I personally handle cues and the way I handle my backlogs, um I like to take it, of course, one at a time. I normally handle one of each medium and I, I check it off like a box. I, I prefer to do it alphabetically just because I have OCD to a degree. But, you know, if I could stick with a theme, I could do that as well. Kind of like I'm about to go to this Final Fantasy thing. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so, like right now, I'm, I'm watching Shaman King and Quiser of Stigmata. Uh, Shaman, <laughs> Shaman King, I watch on my Netflix app. Um, and that's pretty much in the mornings when I'm getting ready for work. I let it play. I made my breakfast. I'm getting uh, getting my clothes on, brushing my teeth. I'm just letting Shaman King play. I can get through an episode or two. While I'm taking care of my pets and everything, it's it's normally not too bad. Um, and then playing my games, I can normally play those at night after I, we put the baby to bed. I'll come in my, my, my desk and I don't want to play for like an hour or two. And then normal weekends is normally where I get that prime time is I'll, uh, I'll sit down. I'll play in the morning for like three to four hours. If I wake up early, like if I wake up four or five o'clock, baby don't wake up till like seven or eight. And so then I'm just <laughs> maximizing time. I'm killing it. Yeah. But it is sacrificing sleep. It yeah. It's clear. You it's clear to me. You, oh Yeah. You've gotten used to to getting like five to six hours of sleep tops. Yeah, I I have my body acclimated to that. 
Ah, uh, to be young again. Oh yeah. It's I don't think it's gonna last for long though. My feet are starting to hurt. My knees aren't working like they used to. It's uh something's wrong. I think I'm aging. So <laughs> ah, uh, imagine that. But uh, uh, okay, so this is like slightly not anime related. Um, start looking into exercises that strengthen your arch. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's only like a couple of them. And that's the biggest thing that people who are older as they age, you know, it's just a thing that we do. Um, Their feet go flat. Their arches are not strong enough. And so it leads to lower back problems and shoulder problems and things like that. Mm. Duly noted. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. Hey, for those of you that listen to us that are over the age of 30, you well know plantar fasciitis, flat feet, lower back problems, knee problems. Like, get in there. Hit it with that fucking, like, supplement shit. Like, do some exercises. Get it before it's too late to solve it. For those of you that listened this far in the episode, get in there and do it. (laughs) (laughs) So... Backlogs, backlogs, backlogs. Like, I am the king of backlogs. I have backlog on anime. I have backlog on video games. I have backlog on books. I have backlog on sleep. I am the master, the king, the queen, whatever you want to call it, the emperor of the backlogs. Oh, well, I'll oblige. So... (laughs) I guess, how do you prioritize your backlog? What Which do you start with first? So, I I actually have no real rhyme or reason oh, to my monster. backlog. Oh, Jesus. I, yeah, no. I've tried to... Okay, so I've tried to change it. Because the reality was... Let, let me just be honest. I, I always built a backlog. But I never fixed the backlog. Like, I never... I never watched anything. I never played anything like i didn't do anything i just kept gathering it for years on end like i dead serious like i I have a freaking six and a half foot shelf full of games that i have never played i have a six and a half foot shelf of anime that is only about 20 percent consumed and i think one of the biggest things was I was I was a very busy person. I was a, I was a very 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 busy person. Like between interpersonal relationships, I was a caretaker for my mother. I was I was a lot of things, and I kept buying things because it made me feel better. It, it, they were the things I loved, and I was gonna get to them eventually. But it wasn't until about twenty twenty that I realized that that's all I did. That's all I did. I never I, I built a backlog, but I never filled in the backlog and so i started making changes and so i started kind of like i you know i I got away from some of the things that were eating up my time i I started telling people no i started saying no to certain things and i started playing games and one of the biggest things is the book club was a huge help for those of you that do not know in our friend group we have what's called not a book club we just shortened to book club because we're lazy um and we choose a game to play as a group every three to four months. And then we get together and talk about it and stuff like that. Like like a book club. And wow. Yeah, I know. It's blowing minds right now. But the thing is, is I never thought about doing that sort of thing until I was a part of this group. And has have I succeeded and finished the game yet? No, I have not. I, I failed at finishing Persona 5 Royal. 
But that was simply because that is a stellar game that deserves the kind of time to pay attention. And that's the thing is I don't want to I don't want to live in a world. I don't want my backlog to be things that I do because I'm trying to get through my backlog. I want those experiences experiences to be authentic. So Persona 5, I'm taking at my sweet time. And while I talk shit and I, I make all kinds of jokes, Fire Emblem Three Houses is something I'm still enjoying in that same way. Like, it's definitely got a lower hour count in terms of completion compared to Persona 5, unless you're talking about trying to do every storyline in the game. That's a whole other animal. I'm trying to complete one storyline in the game, and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it, and I have a, a week of vacation next week, and I'll be, easily be able to finish this game. But the thing is, I, I never thought about it. I never I never thought about actually playing the games I owned. Like, there were moments. Like, a, like, I started Horizon Zero Dawn. I got about 10 hours of the game, and I stopped. Because I had bought something else, and I played 10 hours of that. And I played 10 hours of that. And the next thing and the next thing. I never actually completed anything. And um, probably only in the last, like, year and a half, like, I've started to do that. I got through Shantae. I got through metroid uh samus returns i i've started to actually absorb games and complete them and experience what it means to be a gaming fan again and i you know i encourage people to honestly stay away from eventually if you're not going to play a game don't buy it buy games and play them enjoy them make them experiences because the backlog is a thing that exists and I am a huge fan of backlogs and uh, you know, I'm going to get there eventually, but don't go crazy like me. I have a six and a half foot tall shelf. I I agree. It's, it's a beast to handle once you actually build that backlog. Mm -hmm. So I haven't had my Xbox in a while, um, but on my Xbox, I just built me a backlog for no reason. I was just spending the money and just building it for giggles. Um, but eventually I realized I was buying games on deals and sales and I wasn't buying quality games that I'd really want to play and keep playing. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I got my PlayStation and my switch and I kind of kept doing the same thing. I, I'd kind of keep an eye out on the sales and that, that's, that's kind of consistently what I do. Um, and I realized that I'm not getting the quality games that I want. Mm-hmm. I'm just keeping an eye out for, stuff that to keep adding i want my library to keep growing but i'm I'm just adding quantity not quality and that's what was really hurting me was i was missing mm. the better experiences for the more experiences um so eventually i kind of cracked down on myself and i stopped buying as many games on sale and i started focusing on playing what i had and i started going through things alphabetically and that was exactly how I had it in on my queues or in my, uh, I guess, libraries on the systems, um, especially in on the PlayStation and on the Switch. So I would start downloading everything I had. And all right, that's that is now my queue. I have to play this. And once I clear all this, I will be able to start buying something else. And so like right now, that's kind of where I'm at with my Switch. I am working on clearing everything off so I can get a couple more games like right now or at least i'm practicing the discipline to do something like that i want i'm wanting to get monster hunter stories 2 that just came out in the past couple months and pokemon diamond or pokemon pearl is what the one i'm wanting this time uh whenever that comes out you know a couple big title games 
coming up this year mm-hmm. um, that I Absolutely. want on my Switch. And it's just, I, I got to be able to clear off the space before. So I, I know I got my work cut out for me, but I got yeah. to beat these games and make the space for it. And that, that's just how I control myself. Absolutely. Like, so for instance, like I'm a huge fan, like I've, I've talked with it, with you about it. I'm a huge fan of the world ends with you, uh, the original DS version and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they came out with the sequel recently and everyone was like, all my, all my friends that know me and my, my gaming habits, they were like, like, you're going to pick up Neo, the world ends with you. And I said, no, because I have other games to play in the meantime. Like it, it's, it's challenging. It is hard because that kind of like otaku, like, obsessive nature in me um that that uh fomo you know uh you're missing out kind of feeling hits me sometimes like i like i know i know the square enix games drop price like crazy i bought kingdom hearts 3 for 15 bucks damn that's disrespectful yes it is but that's the thing it's like i didn't i played kingdom hearts the first one it came out on ps2 but I did not get into the series. Like I was just, I was way too busy. Like I was in college at the time. It was like, I couldn't, I couldn't devote the kind of attention I gave to other things so I could develop that fandom. So I was rabid to have it whenever it first came out. Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. Chain of Memories. Like all these things. Like people got excited about this stuff. I didn't because I didn't get to get into it. Yeah. And I had to, I had to recognize that as a part of the experience because, you know, when you deal with hype online, you deal with hype with your friends, you start kind of falling into a little of like, I need to get that just because everyone is talking about Everyone's it. getting it. Yeah. But you don't. You do not have to do that. And that was kind of my thing is like, you know, I have things like like Neo, The World Ends With You is a Square Enix title. I loved the original, but I don't have time to play it right now. And eventually it'll drop in price. And, you know, so maybe I can approach it a little bit easier. I don't have to spend $60 right now. I have Tales of Arise coming out on the 10th of September. And that game is fucking pretty. It is beautiful. And it it hits all the points. So, like, my favorite Tales of series is a uh, uh, game is Tales of Zelia. Mm-hmm. And this game has so much in common with that game. And I, I'm just like, nope, no, no, no. And, you know, so you start becoming more choosy. When it comes to how much backlog you have and adapting to that backlog, like your backlog should educate you. It should educate you on future purchases, um, time management and uh, what you really want. I, I think, I think that it, it does a great job of honestly showing us what we actually want to be playing now. Like yeah. I, w- like what what are your feelings like do you do you think that your gaming choices your genres or anything like that has changed because of your analyzation of your backlog oh yeah definitely i I used to be playing a lot of indie games a lot of crazy random indie games and shitty horror games um before i kind of cracked down on what i really wanted to play and really ever since i did that i've i've kind of realized more about myself and what i really enjoyed playing and sticking with and that's a lot more of JRPGs, whether that be action JRPGs or like turn-based. And like, I, I really developed my fondness for Dragon Quest ever since then. I developed just, I don't know, I, I guess, feelings for different series that I, I want to know more about like Persona now since we've done that. I feel like I have the capacity to want to know more 
since mm-hmm. then. If you would have told me back when I first had my Xbox, I mean, Grant, you can't play Persona on Xbox, but if I if I would have had the facilities to go and play it, I would not have. Just because it it just didn't look like something I would have played. But yeah. now I would oh I would definitely want to play the other personas, one through four, and check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's the thing is like each of them is different. And that's the thing is like your backlog is the impetus. It is, it is experience and changing tastes and things like that. And I, I'm a huge fan of the backlog. A lot of people try to play it up as something terrible to have hanging over your head, and I and I can understand that perspective as well. Um, uh, what is it? What is it? Uh, buyer's remorse is really what comes up a lot when it comes to backlogs. And I don't, I do not think it, it should be something you worry about. To me, the backlog is about time management and learning to utilize it effectively. I oh, do yeah. not regret, I do not regret any game I purchased. Not once. I haven't in a long time. I've pretty much known what I'm getting into and I know I'm going to enjoy it. I try to look into it. And if I'm weary about it, I wait till it comes out. And then I, I look up reviews from YouTubers. I trust. Mm-hmm. It's like, is that one I really want to add? Is that one I'm going to make time for? Like Xenoblade Chronicles two. Like I, I know I'm going to like that. I watched yeah. quite a few reviews for it. So I was like, Oh, that's completely different than one. And it, it looks just, uh, it's so fucking I, anime. I, yeah. It's so anime. I mean, one was kind of anime, but not. It wasn't this bad, but it looks good, and I'm. So I have it on I'm the wish list. Yeah, like a one was one was built around MMO concepts with an actual story. Yeah, and this one just. It, I understand this one to be like a little bit more political drama, mm-hmm. uh, from from what I I've seen and what I remember. But I was like, that sounds like something I can get behind. But I know I'm not ready for it yet. So I'm not in a rush. I'll wait. I've got eight yeah. other games on here. I've got to work yeah. on cleaning. I think I think that one of the things too is is a, a backlog is educational in in a lot of ways. Like I said, in terms of time management, so you can you can take a moment and say, "Hey, I have sixty games on here. Do I have a game that's like a a four hour game, a six hour game, an eight hour game? Well, this game is sixty to eighty hours, so." You can actually fold in your experience of of your backlog by using your head, if if that makes that that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Because because the thing is, like, you can take a game like say Axiom Verge, and like you were talking about, that's a shorter game than say Tales of Zelia with all of its branching storylines side stories leveling up and things like that 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 is a 60 hour game minimum if you want to try anything besides speed running and so so you can you can enjoy one game for like a couple hours at a time and then finish it after four days that's great or you can take another game and you can spend it a couple hours at a time and it takes a month to finish yeah um it's just such I feel like I feel like the backlog is, is something that everybody kind of paints in a horrible light, but I think it is actually an exercise in mental health. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it's not bad. It, it's queuing up for those days that you need mm-hmm. for whatever you want. Like I, I, I look forward to the games I have queued up. 
for the most part, it it's all good games, I feel. Like, we have Atelier Riza coming up. And I know that, you know, whether or not I enjoy the game, I'm, I'm going to finish it, for the most part. Atelier Rise, I'm, I'm going to do. And if I get too bored with that, I have games in my backlog to help me get through it. Yeah. I can go to Final Fantasy VII for my fast-paced, turn-based JRPG. Or if I need to do a little romancing and, I don't know, girls and mate outfits. I've got Shining Resonance Refrain, if that's what I need. I mean, I, I have my backlog to help me get through my games. That way I, I'm, not, I'm making progress on three different fronts as well. It helps me process. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing is, is I think it really, it teaches us a lot. But it also, how do I put this? Uh, we we need to recognize when we actually want to do something like uh you know for me one of the biggest things is uh you know i have a backlog that 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 time is stuff i actually want to do if i have an excuse every time i get the chance to enjoy that backlog then clearly i'm not interested in actually enjoying it yep you know it's it's just one of those things that it takes a lot to really kind of process your own brain. Um, and each person's experience is going to be different. Yep. No, it, it's like that. You got to be able to step back and realize what you're doing to yourself and how you're playing your stuff as well. Like it, uh, it's like that for my, my series or anime is normally where I notice that point where it's like, I'm not enjoying this. I am forcing myself to watch this. Mm-hmm. Like when I was watching Konosuba, I went through two seasons in like two and a half weeks. And that's, mm-hmm. that's insane for me to do. Like I've really got to be enjoying it. But like it took me two weeks to watch 12 episodes of Kanan <laughs> because I was not enjoying it. And like I knew yeah. I wasn't, but I wanted to finish it because I knew I'd been looking for that series and I want to see if it was worth it. And yeah, it wasn't. So, I, I mean, I need you to know that I finished the entirety of Hajime no Ippo's anime in a weekend. That that's impressive. But did you finish Irumakun? Irumakun is still premiering. I finished God the first season. Uh, you shut your whore mouth. Um, Irumakun <laughs> season one I finished in a weekend. Um, season two continues to air because it's a fucking quality series and deserves the kind of length and attention that it gets so take that for what it is fine fine don't don't you sound disappointed all right i can't help it i'm just i'm tired of that demon school look have you actually read the manga or watched the anime in any fashion oh no i haven't read the manga but uh, did you have it before we i feel a rabbit hole coming before <laughs> before we get off backlogs, did you have anything else you wanted to add to that, Stephen? Not really. Like I kind of talked about what I wanted to talk about, which was the fact that, uh, that backlogs is an exercise in mental health. It is an exercise in, in starting to understand who you are as a person, what it is you really want with your time. And that is that is my final like kind of like main idea, like closing argument. Backlogs are not bad. They are an exercise in you understanding who you are because you need to realize that not everything is worth your time. So choosing effectively is not a bad thing. Having stuff in your backlog is not a bad thing. 
But there are times when you will have to say, I actually don't give a shit about that thing. And maybe it falls by the wayside. But I think that backlogs are, like I said, an exercise in mental health and truly strengthening yourself as a person. I agree. I don't think I could have said that better myself. So, to go on to our uh, piggyback... I don't know if that's what I was going to say earlier. (laughs) But to go into the rabbit hole, I do have a manhwa I'm reading. Um, Tell me, tell me, tell you... Tell me! It is called, My Harem Grew So Large I Was Forced to Ascend. Oh, you disappointed me. Oh, what? Why? How did I disappoint you? I was hoping it was going to be something something good that I know. And oh. it's fucking not. Do, do you have a recommendation? Because <laughs> uh, No. Gonna... I, wow. I, I wow. got nothing. Uh, there, there is a, uh, it's very hentai-ish um, suggestion of, of Manwa that I have. And it's, I, th- I think it's called Sweet Boy or something like that. Oh, that sounds sketchy. Yeah, it, it. Trust me, it's basically hentai. Um, that's the only manhwa that really jumps to my mind. That like the story, I was like, "Oh, this is porn," and then I was like, "Actually, I'm kind of interested in the story." Um, I also, uh, wow, I also, I also read Dreamland Adventure, a series that <sighs> I like, but the translation is fucking terrible. Mm. That's never good. Tell uh, me about your Manwa experience. I need are, to know. It's going pretty good so far. I'm like six chapters in. It's pretty funny. I uh, I really like it. Whoever this artist is, I, I can't find an English name. So I'm sorry, but shout out to your work. I really like it. Um, so this guy, his uh, his hair grew so large. Uh, he, he's actually a god on earth. And his harem attacked him one day they took down every defense he had and they trapped him and they said i that we need you to oh pick shit one. we need you to pick one of us right now we're not playing your games anymore uh, and he ca- he couldn't pick anybody because of his uh godlike status and he found out when he finished his god training the god before him he's oh yeah you can't have any relationships or you're gonna explode and, and he was like, Are you or serious? you're going to explode or you're going to explode. And what? It, it was so funny. It, it's actually really funny. Manwa. I'm really enjoying it. Um, and uh, so he, he's like, Oh God, I can't fight all of them. But once I've trained all these girls, they're, they're all stellar fighters. He's like, well, and I can't just pick one of them. Cause the other ones are going to kill me. Maybe I could just pick none of them. No, they still kill me. And so he, he like goes through all these situations. And finally he gets to his ace in the hole. He's like, oh, oh, I see what I got to do. And so he ascends and he goes to another plane of existence. And he's like, okay, this is it. He beams up. What the and fuck? He, he goes to another realm and he looks around. And the girls are ascending too. He's like, oh, no, no, they shouldn't be ascending. And so he, he goes what? to he goes to another world. And that's kind of where we're at. There, he's helping this these elf girls what? fight off orcs. What? No, it's, no, it's oh. insane. What is happening? It's so insane. I like all, all of all of Manwa basically sounds like a setup for fucking hentai. No, it, it definitely is. There was a cucumber that has birthed. <laughs> Excuse birth. me. Did you just say those words in order? <laughs> yeah. A cucumber who has birth what 
this cucumber is the father of orcs that are attacking this elf village. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> that can't be real. It's madness. The whole thing is madness. I, you know what? Koreans woke up one day and they saw a manga and they were like, I choose chaos. Fuck like, this shit. Just roll the dice every time they get something. That is insane. Oh. I think that's my favorite. Every time I scroll, I don't know what's next. It's... <laughs> I I love the fact that like you came into our Discord earlier this week and asked us about how to read manga online. And all of us gave our input. And you somehow found the most ridiculous bullshit oh, yeah. I have ever heard. Like, I've been reading for years. I remember helping a scanslation group to translate Love Hina. An, an actual, like, original harem series. Like, something that has value. And you asked for advice <laughs> and found this. Found this bullshit. It's, I, uh, it's pretty good. It makes, it makes me want to cry. It's, uh, but it, I feel like you'd have to read it to really understand what's, uh, what the full scope of it is. I could be not elaborating what it's really worth, but I, I haven't stopped laughing at what it's it's art is okay what, what the whole thing is I, okay. I, I can't stop recommending it okay i'm gonna i'm gonna throw one thing out there i'm gonna throw one thing out there by the way this is r18 this is some nsfw kind of shit there is a manga out there called rosen garden oh that sounds bad i need you to understand it actually doesn't sound nearly as bad as it actually is oh oh no yes absolutely the worst degenerate bullshit you've ever ever read um the only series i can honestly compare it to in terms of like oh oh uh moments is redo of healer oh but like whereas Ritu of Healer is super dark and fucked up to show you how dark it is. Rosen Garden can clearly takes the piss out of it. Like it it does not take itself seriously in any fashion. Hmm. But I will say the word Futanari and call it there. I don't know what that means. I'll have to look that yeah. up. Yeah. Uh <laughs> be careful. Incognito mode. Oh god! Actually, hang on. I'll do this live real quick. Hang on. Oh shit! Futanari. F U T A N A R I. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Never. Mind. That's enough of that. Yeah. Right. Ah, I love. I love educating you. Yeah. That's a. Oh boy. All right. I, I think that's a. I think that's all I got. Actually. Uh, on that note. On a. Oh boy. So, All of the, the podcast has ended. This is a, this is ending. <laughs> Steven, <laughs> did you have uh, anything else to traumatize the, uh, traumatize the audience um, with? Absolutely. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. I think, I think we've done enough. I think we can uh, call it. It's enough for there. tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in for today or whatever time of day it is whenever you're listening to this i appreciate you Mwah. 
um i guess leave us a <laughs> Leave us some kind of comment or a rating or some feedback. Something for us to come back to. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And we will see you next time. Steven, have a good night. And I'll see you. I'll come tuck you in real quick. All right. Sounds good. I'm I'm excited. All right. Oh. All right. Okay. Have a good night. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.